We're heavily outnumbered, but if we keep our heads, we should kick ass. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Welcome to episode 7 of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a rose-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowl and asking, please Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host Gareth, and with me each week is the witness to my protection, the sweet to my rider, the candy to my socks, it's co-host Gary. Hello! <laughs> these are, I think these are just getting better and better. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm liking these, but we're going to run dry at one point. Uh, like, I mean, it's going to be the Grand Theft of my auto at some point. <laughs> no. uh, see, when that comes up, like uh, that—that's it—that's that's the end of the podcast. It's done. <laughs> well, that's, that's that's how you know that we've, got, we've jumped the shark. We've punched the butt of podcasting. <laughs> we punched the butt. Yeah, definitely. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, eagerly awaiting we see that there's um been some rockstar updates with uh, online coming um so we know yep. the enhanced online uh is a way to launch on ps5 very soon yeah um so i think you know more and more leaks are well leaks and quote quote marks are coming out it's a very yeah. exciting time yeah definitely and uh yeah there is a lot of uh a lot of gta 6 chatter is uh exciting stuff but uh yeah um i don't I don't know if we can go into it just yet, can we? <laughs> I'm not. I I don't know. I think it might be worth doing a little roundup of all um of all leaks. I noticed that uh, a certain YouTube channel that we will uh, will credit at the time has just released a video called "106 Things You Didn't Know About GTA 6." So I think it might be worth us uh, <laughs> picking through and and just going yeah. through and just seeing what the probability we think may be of some of those things. Yeah, GTA in space. That's what's going to happen. GTA in space. Yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> Richard Branson's in space, so why, yeah. uh, why can't GTA be in space? <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, some great messages through from the Playcube Gamecast uh, through on our Instagram at Grand Theft Podcast um, with a great mock-up of, uh, of a map and a couple of different uh, states from like screenshots to uh, like a, a, an artistic rendage, uh, render of... of of what it could look like yeah now we reckon probably 99 percent fake however <laughs> if this is the map i'm not going to complain no no uh i saw i did see a leak of like a potential map of what it was kind of like and it was weird like the way i described it uh was a mixture of gta 5's map yeah with a, whole, with a hole cut in the middle yeah vice city off to the side yes that's is uh, that's as best as i can kind of describe it but uh yeah like <laughs> it, it it's we're getting some of the stuff that makes gta 5's map brilliant and it, it was kind of san andreas's uh beauty as well is that there's there's lots of little villages and small little yes. you know, like towns and stuff all around for yeah. for uh shenanigans and, and exp- exploration i love the way that all these have got like swamp lands as well yeah uh just nice terrain just like kind of like mount Chiliad, you know somewhere to go climbing or yeah definitely um, get attacked by alligators <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of alligators um yeah like i i think that um there's there's one thing i really liked about gta 5's map is the fact that like like it, it's like it felt it 
felt smaller than San Andreas in terms of like mm-hmm. I think San Andreas had like sort of three main kind of points areas um yeah. that you could go to whereas like this felt like just one big massive city and then you're out in the sticks up at the top yeah. but there was so much like diversity in that map mm-hmm. that you you didn't complain like there were so many different parts of the city that could felt like like all three cities were just meshed together and stuff like that um but yeah i think like michael said there's um there's some nice coastal stuff in san andreas that you can just take a nice little drive out and uh, the sun's just setting right the right song comes on the radio <laughs> and uh yeah um yeah going from city to city in san andreas is good fun i like that it really is i don't i don't know if they played with like their not like necessarily draw distances but how like the cars like pretend you know like when they get up to speed to their um pretend distance kind of thing um across but you're right san andreas did feel a lot bigger than five yeah but five has that thing that like you say each corner of the city and even when you get out of the city up um kind of north past like franklin's house um and you cut through the mountains that in itself feels like its own little map um uh like through the the vinewood hills and then you get yeah. to like the edge of sandy shores and then just beyond sandy shores and then right up to the the other side yeah yeah it, it's just such a beautifully designed beautifully designed map. no like i i think i think it's definitely testament to like um like less is kind of more and i think four did it really well in terms of like like four was so much smaller than san andreas but it, mm-hmm. it, it felt bigger for some reason yeah, as well yeah. uh, even though you were just stuck in the city totally definitely testament to that kind of stop start city driving yeah. kind of mechanic that they had in there if you can call that a gaming mechanic i'm sure that yeah. that was not <laughs> the big one on the board that they circled that goes right traffic lights that's what gt4 is all about <laughs> coastal roads <laughs> coastal roads yeah exactly yeah. um but definitely that and verticality that's the other thing that i think five brought in that was yeah five, five extremely is, good yeah five's verticality was very very good and it just adds a little bit extra kind of like distance yeah. and stuff on there on your yeah. movement is good yeah what are you thinking about uh the the leaked release year shall we say <laughs> i mean i mean this this keeps that if it is going to be 2024 2025 mm-hmm. then uh fun fact i might be married by then which is insane (laughs) that's quite insane (laughs) which is weird weird to think about but yeah uh, excited for that obviously yeah and yeah yeah. uh, but uh yeah like it's gonna give us plenty of time to like have countless episodes up until then so (laughs) (laughs) rockstar rockstar take your time (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're gonna keep keep this going (laughs) our potential success relies on it (laughs) what would you do if it dropped on like your wedding night <laughs> what, if, what would i do if gta 6 drops on your on your wedding day are you gonna i mean <laughs> i mean i'll ask a, a shorter I'll question is how quickly can you move that wedding <laughs> uh yeah no i i could i could list off a, a lot of like jokes and stuff like that i'm just like <laughs> ditching it there <laughs> <Yeah>. hi hi <laughs> <laughs> be there on a video call zoom my wedding or something yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah just do it from your gaming chair that'd be fine put on a tuxedo <laughs> uh, no no definitely 
definitely that is that is probably the only thing that would delay me from playing gta 6 that's fair. but, but what, that. what a day that would be though that'd be brilliant wouldn't it what a day <laughs> i do i do i do i do let's go <laughs> over in a flash <laughs> over and done. yeah that's it. thanks for coming bye <laughs> uh yeah so yeah 2024 2025 is what the leaks are and uh yeah yeah, we've got plenty of time we do we do and that's absolutely fine with me i mean i'd rather that than yeah i mean i won't yeah because when did when did gta 5 come out in the xbox 360 ps3 life cycle was that towards the end or was that towards the start it was toward the end. So basically it was a swan song for that uh, kind of mm-hmm. ge- generation. Oh yeah, same yep. as The Last of Us. And, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, so like, so that thing was pushing the uh, Xbox 360 and the PS3 to it pretty much its limits. And then yep. the PS4 kind of just refined it. Um, so like, like it, it didn't feel like you were sort of playing a last-gen game at that point no, in time. No. no. So... It's going to be really interesting, like, if this drops uh, round about 2024, 2025, it'll be right in the middle of the PS5 life cycle, maybe. You know and what? So, so this will be tailor-made for that console, and it'll yeah. really show off what the console can do. So, um, And it's, a, it's GTA 6, it's going to be the benchmark that every single game is going to be um, measured off of after that. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be quite exciting like um was there was there rumors of um last gen versions or is this just purely no uh nothing that i've seen that 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 talks about kind of cross-generation uh gameplay yeah it's it, i i hadn't thought about it in that that kind of sense before because yeah uh, even ps3 uh an xbox 360 um generation gta 5 is still held up against some games that are coming out on ps4 yeah. uh, and even ps5 now um yeah. with regards to i, I don't want to just sit and, and bash other titles but there's there's some games where the the logic or the physics or the just the polishing of those games still aren't up to the um uh, aren't up to the standard of like an eight-year-old gamer or, or yeah. however old, uh, is now so which is absolutely mental i think that's absolutely crazy so to think that they've got a good five years head start on the hardware that they're going to be building for yeah this could be pretty huge yeah definitely um yeah like um it's it's kind of weird like i'm this this is the first time i've ever been able to uh, afford a console on launch that Mm -hmm. i've been uh so i've been with it from the start and uh there's been some phenomenal games that have came out on it um Mm -hmm. like uh, the Demon Souls remake was excellent. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was uh, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, but there's been no game until a recent one that I played that I felt like this is like this is the next gen. Like this is really the next game, and the game is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Oh, I've heard very good things. And what a game! What a game! Oh, it is beautiful. It plays like an absolute dream, and. I remember, I remember when I got my PS4, and the first mm-hmm. game that really made me hit home that oh god, this this game was built for PS4 was Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, um, yeah. That that game ran so well on PS4. Shame about the PC port, but <laughs> less we say about that, the better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, no Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, so 
yeah, it just it gets me excited to see what like what games are coming down the line and like what's uh, what's in store for this console generation. And getting a new GTA is going to be pretty cool. Man, don't <laughs> don't. I know we have to talk about it every single week, but oh yeah, yeah. I just I just can't <laughs> I just can't contain. There was there was a really cool thing I did spy. I was gonna I was gonna mention to you. Um, mm-hmm. That was on the map because I was looking through the the little inventory down the side uh, yeah. of one of those map leaks. Um, and plastic surgery was one of them, which I think is very interesting that if our theory or our wish list of being able just to create your own character, not necessarily be given a character, just drop yeah, yeah. you in yeah. uh, and you create whoever you want uh, a la online stuff. Yeah, obviously yeah. that's where you go and you customize and you change the look of your character under the, the guise plastic. of, of plastic surgery. That's... I thought that, that, that's that seems that seems very GTA. It seems plausible, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems very very plausible. It's almost like bringing back that uh, that level of like slight customization with CJ in terms mm-hmm. of like um, he can get really fat, he can get really buff. I I like that idea, and like that seems very GTA. Yeah, I think it's a great idea as well. I think that could be a nice addition to to Grand Theft Auto. But we want to hear what you think as well. Please, grandtheftpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you think that that could be plausible, if that's just a nice little part of uh, an elaborate hoax that might just get our hopes up, and we're all going to be very, very disappointed. Shall we get into some news? Let's do it. News. <laughs> so this is where we're going to discuss some of the news and rumors surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call... Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. We're not going to be the first to break any headlines. We're not even going to be well-informed. But hey, we're the ones with the microphones, so you have to listen. Aye, clean out your lugs. (laughs) So Intel has recently released some footage of some advanced AI rendering some photorealistic graphics using GTA V as as an engine. Now, if you've not seen it, just do a little search for Intel AI GTA V. You'll find it straight away. And as a very brief, brilliant audio description of a visual uh, video, um, it's a great (laughs) shot of (laughs) someone driving through Los Santos in GTA 5. um, And then a wipe comes across and it shows you what the AI uh, from Intel's doing. And it takes you a little minute. I had to blink a few times to be able to like truly comprehend what I was being shown here because all of a sudden it turns into absolute real life. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Uh, It is. I was going to say to you there, Gareth, uh, you should uh, yeah, just paint us a word picture. <laughs> I'm going to paint you a word picture with a thousand words. <laughs> no, it, it, it's insane. Um, as soon as you see that white go and like, I, honestly, like I was like, did someone just make like recreate a shot that they were doing in GTA in real life just to get just totally. to get the shot? But uh, it's insane. Like um, the stuff that AI can do uh, nowadays in terms of like um like a thing i've been watching quite recently has been uh, the corridor crew if you've ever heard of yeah yeah, yeah i love those yeah guys. they're absolutely fantastic um if you have not seen any of their stuff they're a bunch of visual effects artists that um mm-hmm. basically they sit down and break down like uh, movie effects good ones bad ones they do little challenges for themselves to like see if we can make shots better if we can like mm-hmm. uh they made the guns sound more realistic in John Wick. They've done R-rated versions of like Star Wars, Avengers, and stuff yeah. like that. It's excellent stuff. Um, but the thing I was watching a lot of was uh, their deep fake stuff, and uh, oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. the th- like there's 
probably sh- uh, channels out there or like people out there that do deepfakes better. But the way they explain mm-hmm. it is really cool in terms of like it builds a mi- like pretty much a photo library of someone's face. And then yep. the computer learns how that face moves, how that face works, and then transfers mm-hmm. another person's face, learns that face, and then merges yep. the two together. And it's like it's insane. Like it, the thing takes about maybe five, six days to do. If you mm-hmm. uh, like for a small scene, maybe yeah, uh, only like thirty seconds long or something. But it takes like yeah, it takes six days to do, and it's just absolutely insane and like some of the results you can get from it if you get a good actor and if you get a good impressionist to do yeah. that stuff a person that can like like imitate the person uh to a level That's but it. just doesn't look like them then you can get some absolutely stunning results and yeah it's the same with this photorealism thing in terms of like this computer is yeah. learning like how light interacts with different objects and like how it bounces mm-hmm. off different objects and uh like it's the, it's the same thing like we were talking about all the uh, like the horse testicles and stuff like that all the extra stuff that <laughs> that rockstar <laughs> yeah, do yeah. and stuff like that like the light shining through cartilage and stuff like that like yes. it's yeah yeah it's those little touches and like uh, seeing pores stretch on skin when they move and mm-hmm. stuff like all those little details that a computer can learn is just unreal and it makes such a difference it does yeah it's like it's so much easier to do uh, obviously inanimate objects that don't move mm-hmm. so you can really hone in and focus on making something look really photorealistic uh but uh like in terms of like a person's face or a car's moving along and stuff like that and like the wheels are in the suspensions going and stuff then that stuff is a lot harder because you have to add physics and everything like that to it. And uh, yeah, yeah, there's just little nuances that just make something seem more real. And uh, we're getting close. We're getting really, really close to uh, proper photorealism, which is slightly scary, but slightly cool at the same time. <laughs> yes, equal measure of those both. It's, it's really weird when you watch the video because I say it, it took me my brain a little a little minute to to, to click into accepting that you know what I was watching like wasn't real yeah. because it looked so real. It's one of those things that um, you don't realize how something looks until you actually you know you see it. Like the the um, unfortunate pictures we saw in the Gulf of Mexico, I think it was with the, the ocean literally on fire because a a gas pipe yeah. burned and there was fire spewing out of the ocean. Yeah. My brain again looked at that and went where's the avengers when, when are they coming yeah. down um because you don't quite twig it's it's real because we've been showing so much kind of like cgi and stuff you know definitely um but when you see this it just it just turns into to this thing and it, it's that kind of thing as you, as you were kind of saying there's a lot of the stuff that we are we're used to especially with gta's like artistic choices and yeah and things like that um especially when it comes down to and and they've done it pretty well is like the lighting and the reflections off of the cars and how they move and and everything from there but i mean for some games how how real is is too real that will it will it get to a point where we need to take a wee step back and go you know what i mean especially in a game like gta there's no pedestrians in in the uh intel thing they've they've obviously got the source code and taken the pedestrians out so it's just just driving Yeah, yeah um I mean, is there a step too far in games like that? Possibly. 
<laughs> maybe a little bit yeah like, something like um i i don't know i, I mean it, it's hard to say I, I won't talk for developers hey if there's any developers out there in any of the games that we're talking about please drop us a like yeah um but something like the last of us yeah. or uncharted for me is going for photo yes, it's just it, it, they're going for a movie kind of thing um mm-hmm. They're not necessarily making cartoon characters. No, not, around not like at all. A Mario game. Yeah, especially Last of Us Part Two and Uncharted Four with mm. those games, like totally. pretty much uh, as photorealistic as you could possibly get with them. Uh, I think it's the scenarios that they're in j- makes it that possible. In terms of like uh, Uncharted yeah. is an Indiana Jones film. It's it's totally. bit of fantasy, bit of exploration, bit of fun. Uh, the Last mm-hmm. of Us is a zombie apocalypse with uh, things that aren't necessarily real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pr- it's probably the most grounded out of that uh, in terms of mm-hmm. like actually basing it on a real life virus and uh, having those elements that kind of scare you in a wee bit, but like you know that yeah, you know that this couldn't really happen and stuff like that. And it's definitely more about the characters and stuff like that. But um, very much. But yeah. Um, like i don't know if we go incredibly photorealistic like games like call of duty yeah totally military shooters you're going in and just killing a bunch of people i mean if these guys are like incredibly photorealistic looking like real people acting like real people um yeah that may be a step too far uh yeah environments and stuff because i mean then you're you're maybe looking at a gorgeous environment but with quite blatantly fake people running around yeah and that's that's too much of a juxtaposition yeah like um there's there's that fine line and i think i think gta does it really well for the type of um like i think we've we said it about gta 5 is like it's like it looks gorgeous it looks like a really gorgeous game is and but it's slightly on the like caricature-esque kind of side of things like the people yeah the people like they look like real people but you can tell they're um like they have like it is an artistic style it's like it's it's not as drastic as like cell shading or anything like that but like you can tell that it's something along those lines so it gets away with that and that's probably why they like the violence sits a bit better with that but um mm-hmm. this is a deep deep conversation <laughs> it really yeah. is for for this time of night on a on a tuesday yeah night. on a tuesday night <laughs> it is it is because I, I was thinking about when when the second part of the gta 5 trilogy came out and they introduced uh first person yeah. um and the kind of i don't know if there was like full-blown controversy but i did see a few articles um there were maybe got hands on with it a little bit earlier your bigger kind of sites yeah uh and then a, a couple of people afterwards were were just like i mean is this is it i mean going into first person and then being able to do some of the things that you're able to do uh in gta again was that maybe a, a step too far I'm, the other thing that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking and it's been rumored for the third iteration of uh the gta 5 trilogy gta 5 um <laughs> was vr yeah again first person vr rocking around los santos driving down the pavements i don't know if that's <laughs> entirely because oh, uh, yeah i guess the whole idea of it is satire and the, in yeah the violence in gta is a satirical kind of yeah, definitely you don't have to run everybody no. down but hey they're there you've got a car yep. do what you want yeah exactly and uh like um you, have you 
ever not played a GTA game and run down the pavement. I mean, it's the first thing I do, really. <laughs> exactly. I, I think I know one person that, uh, like, every time he hit someone in GTA by accident, he would apologize. <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. We'll, um, we'll ask that person to drop us an email, and uh, we'll maybe get them on for an interview. Yes. Um, yeah, like, um, I, think, I think VR would be fun. I, I think it would be, like, a decent experience and i don't i still don't know how gimmicky vr is like because i've only have you got a vr hat no i don't and uh okay. i've uh, i've played i've played stuff in vr before and okay. like my friends have had uh, oculuses and uh i've tried the psvr as well uh i really okay. want to play resident evil 7 in vr um oh jesus man you're a sucker for punishment oh, i love it <laughs> love it <laughs> um yeah I, I really yeah i i think like yeah i think gta would be fun in vr like a in terms of like probably just like driving about and stuff like that like i'm sure there's um there's worse like things to play in vr and stuff like that they're probably kicking about but uh yeah um no it'd be something it, very interesting to try and i don't know how like how feasible it will be i mean they've had this game since 2013 so like they can yeah mm-hmm. they can totally uh totally experiment with it like um what they really oh they're releasing resident evil 4 in vr oh are they yes and uh that game's been out since 2005 and uh there's been so many iterations of resident evil 4 um and yeah. just another way to play it uh i think that'd be very very cool uh and it's the same with gta i think it would be something really cool to try it's interesting i think i, I just there's certain elements maybe like the base jumping and parachuting that would be great oh, that would be activities. that'd be excellent that'd be really really cool and then you've got obviously the things of golf and uh and um <laughs> shipping container simulator as well in first person <laughs> Yep, yep, you could do that in VR as well. That's a system seller. (laughs) I will buy a VR hat and GTA 5 and a brand new uh, PS5 just to play that in VR. The box is Grand Theft Auto 5 in the smallest writing in the corner with shipping containers (laughs) simulator (laughs) branded on it in VR. Rockstar are going to punish us. I know that they must have loads of people listening to loads of podcasts about them and just picking up what people are saying, and they're going straight into the office on Monday and just be like, you know what, guys? Yeah, we've got them. We've got yeah. them. They asked for it. Yeah, here it is. Amazing, amazing. Down the vice docks. That would be pretty. That would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm up for yeah. that. In VR, In VR, especially VR. I think it'd be quite interesting to see. Um, gta 6 and vr um you know with the graphical kind of improvements and stuff that we're looking at yeah i think Um, i think obviously that'll be the second generation of vr for the playstation when it eventually comes out which is yeah that's yeah which is the system i think i will probably invest in for vr like i've been toying with the idea of getting a vr headset just for like the psvr original one but Mm -hmm. um I think I'll wait. <laughs> There's, it's a good shout, actually. Yeah. Um, I I have a racing rig, um, like the full kind of like steering wheel and pedals and nice. stuff. And Gran Turismo in VR is something that I'm 
quite tempted with because I do like driving in the first person mode oh, yeah. and like getting the full like as close as I'll ever get to yeah. tearing a, an Aston Martin around Silverstone or something yeah. but I think that in VR would be pretty good something I can't fall over something I've got to sit down and play <laughs> yeah definitely and uh, yeah you should play Star Wars Squadrons as well in VR oh is it in VR yeah. as well I'm so annoyed I missed it on, on PS Plus uh, oh it was PS free Plus. I missed uh, it I know it was so, it's like um, oh yeah uh, this is also a Star Wars podcast inside a GTA podcast <laughs> uh, because so, we're huge Star Wars fans uh, but yeah uh, but yeah Star Wars Squadrons was uh, like I really enjoyed that game uh, it like it came out of nowhere and uh, like EA weren't really pushing mm-hmm. it or like promoting it much and stuff like that but it's a no. decent solid game with a, a cool little story that just fits nicely in canon right now so uh yeah it's it's um if it's on sale definitely worth it i'll, I'll see yeah. about picking it up i'm I'm quite annoyed um is it kind of like squadrons is it like all kind of like space battles? it's all space battles yes uh Brilliant. it's um it's all first person as well so you're like in the cockpit and uh you yes. can customize your cockpit with like little like ewok bubble heads and stuff no <laughs> i'm so annoyed right <laughs> so <now>. good <laughs> that's great oh, yeah um i used to play um rogue squadron on the gamecube yes. until like five in the morning every single oh, night so and just loved that oh, game. Rogue Squ- uh, yeah rogue leader wasn't it is that the one of the- rogue yeah. leader apologies yeah, yeah. Squ- i think squadron was the original but rogue yeah. leader was the one i i did play rogue leader was the- yeah it was um great. rogue leader was the game that i was very much uh like i bought my gamecube for the resident evil one remake but uh it was was that zero uh, no a uh, remake of the original Oh, was it just okay? Yeah, quite right. and because um, it only came out on the GameCube at that point in time, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I had a choice of another game, and I was like, "Oh, Star Wars uh, Rogue Leader, I'll get that." And oh my god, I spent probably more time with that yep. than I did with. Damn good choice. Yeah, it was good. Very good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was GameCube was great. A GameCube is awesome. Love it. Yeah, love it. Love it. <laughs> no GTA on the arrow. No, no, and this is this is where games like gta pulled me away from being a nintendo fanboy yeah because uh, i was game boy super nintendo i bought uh my very first paycheck i ever got um as a 16 year old went on an n64 nice uh with mario 64 oh, oh that is probably one of the greatest games oh, consoles. So uh, just brilliant yeah um and then I bought a GameCube kind of blindly. That was just the next Nintendo console, so I I, I just bought one. Yeah. Uh, and as as great as it was, yeah. That's when that's when PlayStation really took a step forward. Yeah. And I think GTA had a huge part of that. Oh yeah, definitely. Because um, you just can you can get it on 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 Nintendo consoles like that. And it, um, I was running to my friend's house, and I remember getting a text message going, "I've just bought the new GTA," and it was um, San Andreas. Yeah. And that was again such a huge hype at the time with all those adverts with uh, guns and roses on it yeah. and nothing could be bigger at the time no. with, uh, other than gta san andreas and of course oh, just hours and hours and hours of playing that oh, i do love old games <laughs> i know yeah i really do as well i probably play more old games than i do new games these days i think so yeah i think i do Okay, now we're going to continue on with last week's feature where we're going to be looking into some games that we think you should be playing while waiting for GTA 5 or GTA 6. This week we've both chosen new games uh, and we've strayed a little bit further from the old GTA clone into some other fantastic open worlds that we think that you should be exploring um, with plenty to do with them as well. So, 
I went first last week. I'm going to hand that mantle over to you this week. Oh, yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. So, um, so when we decided to do this kind of topic, uh, mm-hmm. I originally had the idea of doing uh, the getaway, which was um, which was a very very cool PlayStation Two game that sort of came out. I think it was like the start of like very start of the console generation, and it mm-hmm. was pretty much took all its keys from GTA. It was set in London. Uh, it was very felt very lock stock two smoking barrels kind of thing. And uh, yep. yeah, I I did want to delve back into that game, but uh, since you mentioned the game that you were going to talk about today, I thought mm-hmm. I'd change it up a wee bit and go something a bit more in line with that. So I am going to go th- uh, talk about uh, Marvel's Spider Man. Good choice. And uh, what a game this is. Mm-hmm an absolutely phenomenal game uh that well it didn't really come out of nowhere uh it was like i think it was hyped up uh maybe two three years like prior to when it was released uh through e3 Mm -hmm. trailers and everything like that but um yeah i think i was just as excited as everyone else was for this learning that insomniac were behind it uh the guys obviously do ratchet and clank they did spyro and mm-hmm. uh basically they used the engine that they came up with for sunset overdrive uh which is a game yeah. i never actually got to play but it did look phenomenally fun and just the movement mechanics and everything like that um but yeah like they showed off that first trailer and i was like oh this is decent and everyone was saying oh it's uh it's very batman arkham like and um yep. that got me excited because i love those games uh mm-hmm. the batman arkham games as well um but yeah this game when i first played it it like i picked it up i just didn't put it down no did not put it down until i 100 percented that game and platinum <laughs> that game and oh, nice. and uh it was one of the most enjoyable experiences i've ever had it's just everything about this game just feels right absolutely mm-hmm. right everything they've incorporated into the game everything that um makes that world uh, what it is it's mm-hmm. probably the most detailed recreation of new york i've ever seen very much and um yeah it's just like yeah, i i i just gush over this game so much and like <laughs> <laughs> it's a joy it's an absolute joy going back to this game and uh well i'll talk a wee bit about Ma- miles morales as well which was a ps5 launch title which came out as well yep. which is another phenomenal game as well so if you've got a ps5 definitely pick that up or pick up the deluxe version so you can get the uh remastered spider-man ps4 version on ps5 it's a good check yeah very very uh totally worth it totally worth it um but yeah um so uh yeah i'll i'll talk i'll talk a wee bit about the story uh of this game and it's um it's set eight years into spider-man's career so he's mm-hmm. uh, he's about 23 at this point That's, yeah. and uh so he's got the whole uh problems of being a young adult uh out on his own living in an apartment uh mm-hmm. having uh having like overdue bills and everything like that and it's this is all yeah, yeah. perfectly framed up in like the first opening scene but he's totally. but he's spider-man like 
you don't think yeah. Spider-Man would yeah, yeah. have these kind of things. And like when he was young... Spider problems. Yeah, spider problems. Real life, yeah. actual problems. Uh, <laughs> at this point in time, I think uh, him and Mary J have split and they're not yep. they're not yeah. together at this point in time. And uh, so he's still kind of dealing with the ramifications of like still having feelings for her. And I think she still has feelings for him. And mm-hmm. uh, you get these weird, you get these like kind of awkward text moments from each of them as well. It just yeah. feels really real. And uh, it's uh, Yuri Lonthal that voices Spider-Man in this game. And his performance is amazing. Like, you just instantly sympathize with this character. You instantly gravitate towards him. And Mm -hmm. uh, something really fun and really cool about this game is that Yuri Lonthal did two takes for every single line that he recorded in between missions and stuff like that when you would be Spider-Man. Sure. Uh, one is normal talking where like yep. you're just walking around and stuff like that and he would normally talk and stuff like that the other one is exerted talking when he's swinging and moving oh, wow and everything so they can just set an algorithm yeah set an algorithm so it'll pick up when you're walking or just motionless and stuff or you are in full swing in motion and it'll pick the voice clip that matches that wow that's amazing that's that's a lot of work that's a lot of work but oh god like it just adds so much authenticity to this so yeah uh like it kicks off um spider-man has to take down uh it's wilson fisk at the start uh he's Mm -hmm. got some kind of big operation going on at that point in time and uh he spider-man's working with the police and stuff and he basically uh takes down fisk and fisk is like well if you put me away there's going to be so many bad guys yeah trying to fill that void and uh, you're like nah 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 it's fine like go go to prison and stuff like that and then so you've got that there's a little bit of peace and um you've done your big first mission and stuff like that and then you end up going to work for uh Otto octavius which is your kind of sort yeah. of day job and you're kind of a scientist assistant at this point in time. And yep. obviously, uh, Octavius is Doc Ock. Like, we all yeah. we all know this. And um, it is... It, the way they frame Octavius in this is amazing because, like, in the back of your head, it's niggling at you and you're just like, yeah, he's... Like, he's going to turn, he's going to be Doc Ock at the end of this, or he's mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. turn at one point and stuff like that. And he does, because yeah, yeah. they're not going to hide that you're going to work for someone that's Octavius and stuff like that. But he's such a nice guy. It, I got that. Such a nice guy in this. And, like, it just, you sympathize with him a hell of a lot more. And, like, as you kind of learn little bits about the story and stuff, uh, yeah, it's just framed up really, really well. And uh, at one point, he, um, at the start, like, um, Peter's repairing his suit because it got pretty torn up at the Wilson Fisk fight. Yeah. And uh, oh, Octavius walks in and he's like, oh, shit. Like, I've, <laughs> like I'm just repairing my suit here. What, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. And uh, oh, Octavius is like, he is like, oh, you're, you're, you're the guy that helps Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, jeez, yeah, 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 get totally. Jail. Get out of jail card. And then Octavius designs your new suit. Yep. And this suit, uh, I've seen a lot of people, like, they weren't too sure about it when they first revealed it and stuff like that. 
I love mm-hmm. it. I think it is yeah. possibly the best Spider-Man suit ever. I love the massive white spider on the front. Yep. And I love the... So, like, he's uh, he's in his early 20s and stuff. And this suit reflects that in terms, mm-hmm. like, it's it's a bit more athletic. It's, yeah. um, it's quite hip. It has, like, the, like, trainers on the bottom. Yeah, like, yeah. slight... Like, just little things like that just make this character feel, like, more real and more grounded and being like a man that's been bitten by a radioactive spider <laughs> like, <laughs> as, as real as it was gonna get as real as you can um so yeah it kind of kicks off the whole story and uh you get introduced to the whole cavalcade of um like spider-man's uh role gallery come into it at one point you get the sinister six you uh mm-hmm. You get to see Aunt May working at a, like a homeless shelter. Uh, you've yeah, got yeah. Miles Morales comes into it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and like things sort of um, gel back together with uh, MJ and Peter. But mm-hmm. um, the real like um, the real standout in in this game is just the gameplay and how yeah, like <laughs> like I think you're going to hear a lot of this. But uh, this game makes you feel like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, a hundred percent. I think this yeah. is above nearly anything else. The reason that I, I again, I, I couldn't put it down either. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just the swinging, even the the, the kind of combat parts. Because games like that are, are like a, a you know a two sided coin. It's either yeah. really nice, fast and flowing, or yeah. you're on the ground kind of fighting bad guys. Yeah, um, and it nails both of them. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it just nails absolutely everything that um like it's it uses batman as a kind of jumping off point and like uh, mm-hmm. arkham obviously um like pioneering this kind of almost rhythm based combat which like yep. um yeah we can't spend too much time talking about that because i like that's a podcast within a podcast talking about yeah. how <laughs> how that is but yeah it how takes became, yeah. yeah it takes everything that uh, batman arkham does and like just makes it feel like you look at batman you look at spider-man uh like spider-man feels he should feel more nimble he should feel more mm-hmm. agile than batman should feel because batman's a yeah, definitely. Big, big massive kind of brute and uses force yeah. Uh, yeah. and it translates everything from that but like makes it just quick snappy um and just exactly how you feel like this combat would be and like the swinging just feels amazing in this game and like traversal mm-hmm. in this game like like you get you get um like fast travel going through yeah. Yeah, yeah. through the subway system which has some excellent little scenes of like Spider-Man sitting there with like reading a paper or something like that yeah, on yeah. the subway and it's almost memes yeah and uh or just like sitting chatting to someone um uh, but like I hardly ever used it. Like I never used it. Yeah. It's just the traversal in this game is just so fun, and like, um, and it's like it's testament like to um, to Insomniac for the fact that like when you shoot your webs, they physically attach to a building or yes. something. Yes, like they don't, um, and then the momentum of it takes you takes you forward, and just mm. everything just sort of just feels nice and flows and stuff like that so when you're going through like let's say you're going through central park and stuff like that it's a wider open area than all Mm -hmm. the buildings and stuff like that so when you're shooting like you're getting just the tops of trees Mm -hmm. that are in central park and stuff like that and sometimes you might not 
like get any of them so like you totally. you come either to a, a slow like kind of stop or yep. or like you have no momentum to go forward because you haven't been able to hook on to things yep. and it's just little things like that that just like like i think they like i think they did something like that in uh was it was it homecoming i think uh, mcu homecoming because they were doing him uh like swinging through the kind of like sort of parts of queens yeah yeah and stuff like that but like there wasn't like it was going through like a residential area and stuff like that so it was just houses it wasn't actually like buildings and stuff like that so he's like That's basically right. running through gardens and it's yeah. the whole Ferris Bueller's day off kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah uh like so like stuff like that it's just little things like that it just adds so much to it and um yeah like um everything else in this game is just like absolutely top notch like uh all the costumes you get are just love letters to absolutely everything that is in this uh in the spider-verse uh there is um different gadgets and also mm-hmm. like you can mix your gadgets with the suits so if you like a suit yep aesthetically better you can use that suit but another suit's power and totally. stuff like that um upgrade system is good uh just the collectibles are fun as well just going around and doing all the um the backpacks and everything like that and it just like oh, i just love this game so much <laughs> it's so good oh love it yeah you've nailed so much of what i liked especially especially with some of the suits yes. um and working toward those suits i mean I think when you first look at it or again like you know we we've we've spoken about mechanics that on paper sound absolutely rubbish but actually when you start you know get into them it's it's yeah. part of the gameplay um I'm not usually like one to grind for suits uh, that's like the last kind of thing I'll do to get a platinum but I it, I was all I was going for I was making sure that yeah. I was getting all like the block points to make sure that my my XP was in the right kind of place yeah. to, to be able to to get them um and then like clearing out uh some of the like the construction sites and and all the different yeah. kind of areas and like that and just testing them out and the upgrade tree like you say you know it, it going through like central park if you want to get through central park you've got to upgrade to get like the vertical kind of like web sling shots yeah that you yeah. can get you know so everything really means something in a in a in a way that's that's presented to the player that goes all oh, right okay I, I know what i need to go for now in order to be able to, to take a shortcut um and i think yeah. that's absolutely fantastic yeah definitely and uh i don't know whether this is um this is me sort of uh like when we've gone through like I, i've said it on the podcast before that uh, gta 3 is like my favorite gta game mm-hmm. and uh like over vice city over san andreas and stuff like that and i don't know whether that is the well well i th- i think it obviously it's the, it was like the first proper one i played it's the one that stuck in my head the most yeah uh, but i don't know whether it's the aesthetic of the city mm-hmm. yeah, yeah rather rather than like uh the, like the stuff in san andreas and stuff like that is like as awesome in like as miami as it was and stuff like that i just miss like the big tall buildings and like yeah yeah all that kind of thing so uh going through new york in this game i don't know if that just gave me those kind of feelings again and totally. as yeah and uh yeah like um just recognizing little things in new york as well and also uh the amount of uh like uh marvel easter eggs that are in that mm-hmm. is just so good like uh obviously seeing like uh, doctor strange's 
uh, house yep. in there. You got Avengers Tower. You have yep. um, you have um, uh, Matt Murdock's um, detective agency. You have mm-hmm. a- Alias Investigations, which is Jessica Jones's uh, agency, and. Uh, yeah, there's just so many little things. And, like, that's tied to some of the collection stuff as well, where you have to go around and uh, use Peter's photography skills in order to, like, capture pictures of, like, landmarks and stuff like that in the in the city, which gets you to go around and just explore as much as you can. Yeah. And um, I was, like, it was such an enjoyable platinum to go for as well. Yeah. Like, the, just the, it just felt easy enough there was, I think I had to do two playthroughs, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Just so, like, one main one mopped up a lot of them on the way, and then mm-hmm. the last one was just, I think it was, uh, like, complete on New Game Plus, plus um, a few other things as well. Uh, like a combo thing that I missed on the first one or yeah. something along those lines. But, yeah, it was just an enjoyable thing. And, um, yeah, I, I, can't, I want to talk about the ending of this game because... It's <laughs> it's heartstringy. It pulls it pulls on the heartstrings. Uh, no, I'll, I'll talk about one more thing first before we do that. Uh, okay. What did you think of the cameo of Stan Lee? Where was he? He was the I think it was the he was the pizza guy. And like when Mary Jane and Peter sit in and stuff like that, and they're kind of like talking and get back together. And he's like, "Oh, you two are always my favorite. I'm glad you're back together," or something like that. That's and that, right. I think that was, I think this game got released just after he died or like just before he died and like seeing that and I was like, oh, that's such a nice little cameo, like so good. (laughs) Well, they they keep mentioning pizza, um, pizza delivery people uh, in some of the TV shows and um, Stanley played a a delivery guy and Postman as well. Um, Yeah there's a couple of of nods that they keep mentioning and i think it's just because of his last couple of cameos that he he went into yeah. so um yeah phenomenal yeah that was that was a nice little touch i really yep. really enjoyed that uh but yeah the yeah the ending let's uh let's get into that <laughs> go for it so, just, i i do it, think that this has got one of the best kind of like third act slash yes like, end game parts of an open world that i remember in recent uh, yeah recent kind of history uh, definitely definitely rockstar excluded i suppose but um but yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, at the end of the second act um octavius turns finally into doc ock uh, they've been developing this kind of um neural uh, kind of like is his arms he's been developing his arms and stuff like that they tried doing it with uh like normal means and stuff like that but uh, they had to go for a neurotransmitter and um yeah it starts slightly malfunctioning and stuff like that but during through the whole campaign uh norman osborne has been like diverting funds away from uh all octavius and like kind of like selling about and all that Mm. kind of thing so octavius is kind of getting really mad at that and stuff so he finally turns into doc ock and tries to um like stick it to oscorp and Mm. stuff like that but he breaks out the sinister six from the raft yeah so that's um mr negative scorpion vulture rhino and electro 
Yeah. And uh, Octavius as well. So uh, the last kind of run, you're basically taking out the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they have like sort of pair battles, which is really, really yes. cool. Like uh, Electro yeah. Vulture is really cool to fight. It is. Uh, Rhino and Scorpion's another good one as well. Uh, Mr. Negative is, um, is uh, he is actually... I think he was a new character that was introduced in this, and I think they brought him into the comics now. Uh, but yeah, he's um, he was Martin Lee. That was his name. Yep. Uh, he was like the sort of head of Feast, which was the homeless shelter that Aunt May was working for, and he was such a nice guy and everything like that. But then yeah. uh, you find out that he's been uh, he's a head of the Demon Gang. Yes, and they're cool. Yeah, they're very very cool. Very very cool. Uh, so yeah, um, Oscorp is working on this thing called Devil's Breath, and mm-hmm. originally it was designed to uh, cure diseases. I think it was, uh, yep. and you find out the reason why at the end of it. But yeah, um, the it turns into like it's a bioweapon sort of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, the demons have been trying to use it, and then um, Otto Octavius starts to use it as well. So he releases a vial of Devil's Breath over New York, mm-hmm. and people start getting infected. And um, there is, I think, there's only one vial of a vaccine that gets developed. It gets stolen by Otto Octavius <laughs> at the end. And so you have to fight him and everything like that. You build a new suit as well, which is very, very cool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you beat Octavius at the end after you've beaten all the Sinister Six and uh, you get the antidote back. Uh, Otto knew the whole time that you were Spider-Man. Yeah, of course he did. And, w- and was asking asking you to help him and stuff and you like turn your back on him and say, no, like you've gone way too far and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then, uh, so you bring the vial back and you find out that Aunt May has been infected as well. And she has not got long. No. So the vial has, you, so you have a choice. Yep. <laughs> but the, the the game makes the choice for you because it is the obvious choice. But you can um, save Aunt May right there and then, but millions will die. Yep. Or uh, you have to sacrifice Aunt May. And, <laughs> man, this this chokes me up so bad. <laughs> it's so so bad uh, because, like, the obvious choice is, like, you have to save millions. You have yep. to let Aunt May grow. And, like, the game knows that, so you make that, you make that choice. But before that, um, she knew as well that you were Spider-Man. Yeah, and she was so proud of you for everything that you've done <laughs> and stuff like that. And so, yeah, Peter's just crying at her deathbed, and uh, yeah, they kill off Aunt May. Dude, don't. That's. <laughs> I think it's still too soon. That's that's been three years, and it's too soon. It's too soon, and you can go visit their graves afterwards. Oh, she's right next, to Uncle Ben. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, what a game what an absolute game and then they end of uh all very hopeful peter and uh mj are back together um during the campaign miles uh goes through his own little lark mm-hmm. where his dad dies uh, yeah. in a very very horrific scene which is yeah. uh, which was very very cool though um and uh and he gets bitten by us uh, radioactive spider as well and ends up having powers 
So the, one of the last scenes is that uh, Miles is trying to explain to Peter. He's just like, yeah, I'm kind of going through changes and stuff like yeah. that. And Peter's like, oh, uh, yeah, puberty. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad and stuff like that. He's like, no, 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 no. And then he flips onto the roof and hangs there. And then Peter's like, oh, okay. And then just does exactly the same. Yeah. And it just sets up the next game, which is uh, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is uh, another phenomenal Wii game to play as well. Mm-hmm. and uh but then the end scene uh you waited till after the credits didn't you oh maybe yeah so uh the reason why oscorp were developing the devil's breath or they were developing something that turned into the devil's breath mm-hmm. is that um well we know i'll have to, i'll explain this a little bit first so mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing uh harry osborne mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah hasn't been here like he like he's away on vacation and yep. i use quotation figures there um <laughs> and um yeah so uh peter doesn't know where he is uh they haven't heard from him in i think like over, well over a year and stuff like that yeah, it's a long time yeah and uh but then the last scene of this game is uh, norman osborne opening up this massive green tank mm-hmm. and harry's inside with what looks like the symbiote yep attaching to him and stuff like that so i don't know if we're gonna get like a harry osborne venom or like something along those lines for the next one but yeah it just cuts as soon as like so norman puts his hand in the glass and then the venom symbiote just like kind of links to it quickly and then it cuts there and i was just like oh no (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right it's it's a pretty sinister because he's yeah. leaving you loads of these little messages from like his wee trip as you're yeah. doing all these kind of like eco-friendly side missions. Um, yeah. And then you realize that, oh, no, no, he's he's full like Luke Skywalker in a big, massive, yeah. big, massive tube. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and I'm really, really sorry for anyone that has been listening to this that has not played this game. I'm really sorry I spoiled it, but oh, <laughs> yeah. I needed to talk about this game. Yeah. It's one that you definitely you definitely need to get off your chest because it's a roller coaster of of about everything. Yeah, from definitely. Fun to <laughs> the ending. Yeah, the the ending. Um, so yeah, if you've played this game, uh, oh God, I maybe you should put a disclaimer in this because I have completely spoiled this game. So these are the games you're supposed to be playing before GTA Six, yeah. <laughs> and it. I've just spoiled it all. <laughs> uh, so yeah so maybe put a disclaimer like i'll I'll say i'll say it now (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna spoil the hell out of spider-man ps4 (laughs) so if you have not played this game please switch off the podcast or jump forward to when gareth is speaking please (laughs) unless you've not played my game in which case just uh come back and see us next week yeah don't listen to this episode (laughs) I'll, i'll put a little spoiler note in the uh in the in the description um just in case yeah no i just i just need to gush over this game because it's it's so good one other little thing i would just say if if this has been totally spoiled for you um go and play the lego marvel universe um because when you mentioned that it's it's a fantastic recreation of of new york i was like it makes me think of that it's a beautiful recreation of new york mm. and once you get through the story and you get into free play mode it's yeah. brilliant fun flying around as either iron man or swinging around as spider-man um yeah. it, don't let the lego uh badge put you off i love lego games they're great Man, I've, I've platinumed <laughs> about seven or eight of them um i <laughs> love them so much and and the marvel one's great yep 
Right, so uh, I've gushed and spoiled Spider-Man all over the shop. Uh, so, Gareth, this week, mm-hmm. what is your game or or, ga- or games that you're bringing to the table? Games, uh, yeah, well, I am going to see if we can get a little discussion on this. It kind of related to, to my game and, and GTA, of course. Um, so the, 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 one of the first games that came into my mind when I started thinking about like open world games and the success of and uh you know would it exist without gta 3 and and i mean really as a, as a gta podcast we're using gta 3 as a jump off point for yeah this is what an open world game can do um you know a 3d kind of universe uh and then cemented with the the rest of that um holy trilogy so uh i have gone for arkham city and that is just my favorite out of the Arkham trilogy. It really could have been any of them. Um, yeah. Well, maybe not Asylum for reasons that I'll maybe get into uh, in a wee minute. Ooh, but okay. um, definitely City as a, as like a GTA, like a quote unquote GTA clone open world kind of exploration. Yeah, 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 yeah. As in, yeah, as an open world, yeah, definitely City because Asylum is not an open world. It's not. No, it's definitely like a Metroidvania kind of style. Yeah, it's a very Metroidvania in style. Uh, arguably, I swither between both of them. Like, some days I prefer Asylum, some days I prefer City. Is Night uh, getting a, a look in there? Night is a phenomenal game, but I don't think it had as much of an impact on me as Asylum and City did. Perfectly fair. Yeah, I, I'm exactly yeah. the same. It is great, and I, I spent a lot of time with that one. And yeah. I went for the platinum, but I uh, I, I got distracted by other things, and I, I just didn't quite go back to it. But um, yeah, definitely, I think for me, City um, just is the pinnacle. It just nailed so much um, yeah. because it didn't try and do too much different from from arkham asylum it, it yeah. improved on a couple of things it opened the world up um mm-hmm. but i don't think you know there was no real kind of like tacked on gimmick or anything like that and I, i'm not necessarily yeah. saying like the batman tank <laughs> yeah is is yeah. like that kind of gimmick uh and they definitely had to do something it couldn't just be a car especially with the way the swinging uh the the way that the grappling is uh yeah. in the arkham games you know it had to be something that was going to be more you know excuse the pun more grounded um because who's who's just going to drive around uh when you can swing and glide the entire city and have a you know gorgeous gorgeous look of it so um yeah yeah, i think i think city just kind of nails it and it's got this story and i'll I'll get through why i think the story and again spoilers uh i will be spoiling the end of this game um and potentially even something (laughs) good Good. (laughs) man i thought i was speaking to uh palpatine there (laughs) good Good. (laughs) let the spoilers flow through you do it Um, (laughs) interestingly he lives about 30 miles away from us yes he does he does yes he does Ian McDermott McDermott. just lives down the road yeah so um city city follows a traditional trilogy pattern or the arkham trilogy follows a traditional pattern um yes. so i'm gonna i'm gonna template match here a little bit with um one of the first ones that always comes to my mind is alien yeah where you've got the small self-contained initial uh film yeah so in this case you've got a couple of people with with one alien yeah. then the sequel is always the bigger action-packed blockbuster yeah and then the third one the slightly disappointing third one 
Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody... Yeah. Or, mate, you know what? If Alien yeah. 3 is your th- bag, Alien 3 is your bag. It's a great film, but in comparison to the other two, <laughs> no. it's not quite there. Yeah. A lot of people would argue that, you know, the self-contained A New Hope and then the bigger action-packed Empire Strikes Back and then mm-hmm. maybe a slightly more disappointing Jedi. Yeah. I don't think it is pronounced uh, across that trilogy, but, you know, you could argue it. Um, yeah no no i uh, like i definitely see it um and i definitely see that trilogy formula in uh, the arkham definitely series, the only yeah. game the, uh, sorry the only the only franchise to buck that trend is die hard yes die hard one self-contained one man against everything yep die hard two bigger action-packed plane crashes etc yeah die hard three brilliant arguably oh. the best one <laughs> yep but mainly, be- I'd mainly say, because of samuel jackson That's- exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. it is great but it's the only yeah. one that can kind of like break the mold uh, and do something a little bit different yeah and be be up there with if not better than than the other ones um get a yeah. rambo falls into yeah. that trait uh, yeah uh, there's tons there's tons but i think die hard but enough of this fil- enough of this film podcast <laughs> exactly welcome to our 51st <laughs> podcast the trilogy <laughs> podcast um uh, so yeah if you've got any if you if you can think of any other trilogy that bucks that trend yeah um uh, yeah. at gmail.com uh let us know what you think and we'll we'll uh we'll uh we'll talk about it uh at some point on one of our shows yeah um so yeah definitely I th- i'd say that this is definitely part of the 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 trilogy trope um yeah of, the bigger, of that the bigger more grandioso sequel definitely and i think a lot of that is to do with the the development cycle on this they they were finished so early they were able to put so much into that game and i yeah. think some of it was for the better and some of it wasn't I mean, how many riddler trophies were there 400 something along those lines yeah. and uh it was it did get a bit of a slog mm-hmm. uh going around and mopping up all those trophies and stuff like that but the payoff was really good yeah yeah definitely i mean to be yeah. able to you know, you're essentially unlocking extra uh, kind of characters and, and protagonists, yeah. uh, or, or antagonists, rather. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it rewards you for doing it, but yeah, you can definitely tell they had so much time for the, the horse testicles of it all. Um, yeah, definitely, yeah. But what they've done with that city is just brilliant. And yeah. again, this is a, a great grimy city. It's a very 1989 Tim Burton kind of style. Yes. Um, yeah, it's the... Like, the thing I love about the Arkham series is um, I grew up watching uh, the Batman animated series. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so you had Kevin Conroy as Batman, Mark Hamill mm-hmm. as Joker. Um, it was Paul Dini wrote a lot of it. And mm-hmm. all these people were back for this yep. game, uh, for this trilogy of games as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it perfectly married the the animated cds with the tim burton universe and added a little bit of uh added a bit of the nolan stuff in there as well yep and it was just like the perfect amalgamation of like everything batman and how awesome like that character and that universe and that rogues gallery and everything is very much very much and and to quote 
uh, to quote you on, on Spider-Man, it, it makes you feel like Batman. It, it yeah. really puts you in those that's, those boots and cowl. <laughs> that's that's a very, like, um, like every single review that came out for Asylum, every single view came out for City and Night and everything like that, one of the points is always it makes you feel like Batman. Yeah, and not overpowered either. Um, no. Nope. You know, certain, there's certain kind of aspects you can't necessarily get to. Um just by kind of gliding in kind of thing you know you've yeah. got to you've got to either go down through the sewers which is again it's just great it just shows that you know batman's job is a bit dirty sometimes and yeah he, he'll sneak in anyway kind of like a, i guess a bat would um yeah great interiors to be able to use with those as well and it yeah. and it, again it, it it ties everything together brilliantly with uh i was watching a great video um apologies for not being able to remember your name but it was a great video of a, a kind of like a retrospective review that, that he had done um and he pointed out how many, how good the landmarks systems were um so each kind of area of the city was very unique but also very familiar so if you looked okay. over a certain way you could tell oh you know what joker's uh, like um kind of arcade hideouts well over there yeah or oh there's a bell tower over there i know how to get to to that kind of part of it yeah. um and it was the first time that really let batman's kind of wings fly and be able to glide proper distances not just across a courtyard or down yeah. to kick somebody in the face um yeah. but actually use it as a traveling mechanism and yeah that's one of the best things uh about um about the city again it was designed yeah. brilliantly enough like kind of like uh, spider-man again enough for me to grapple onto and, and catapult myself onto the next thing yeah but not enough where i'm just overpowered and i never have to touch the ground i've got to really kind of kind of plan what i'm going to how i'm going to get from point a to point b and i and i like that kind of element of it i don't i don't think like uh it's a kind of a shame though because like to get in one area to another and stuff like that you're flying over the buildings and stuff like that and like mm -hmm. everything like looks amazing everything looks awesome for the air uh, I didn't spend as much time on the ground. No. So like walking walk, walking through streets or anything like that. Uh, except when I was doing like a little bits of exploring and stuff like that and like finding Crime Alley and stuff and that was cool. <laughs> Again. Too soon. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I think I think for me, I, I I mean I wrote down something that I loved about it was the, the emergent gameplay and it, that was kind of a buzzword around about this time um in that things weren't necessarily being scripted but as you're you're kind of gliding through or swinging through the city you hear something going on and that will take your attention away and quite often it's it's a robbery maybe um where a couple of bad guys are, are up yeah. to no good so you go down there and you can break that up and that brings you into that kind of like area um yeah. but you're right I'd, I'd probably just zip straight out of there again um yeah. or they give you little kind of clues as to like shift patterns or or, or you know bad guys location like oh, there's tons of yeah. great little bits of speech in there um yeah yeah there's so so much little dialogue and stuff like that when you're flying through uh gliding over the city and stuff like that and uh funny you mentioned the the crimes happening and stuff like that mm -hmm. it's exactly the same in spider-man as well like yep. um like you're plugged into pretty much the police scanner and it's the same yeah. with batman and uh like uh like a exclamation mark will appear on your radar and it's like mm -hmm. oh there's random crime that's happening there and stuff like that or these guys are trying to rob a jewelry store or they're beating up someone and stuff like that and you just go and stop it yep like that's cool that's so cool <laughs> it really is um yeah and those are the kind of things that would kind of happen i mean even if you're on your the way to your your next kind of mission it's it's great fun to break away from those and just do those little parts and then eventually get to your mission 
Yeah, I have to say um, the side missions in uh, Arkham City mm-hmm. are some of the best side missions I've played in, I think, any game. Mm-hmm. And um, mainly just because like you are just tracking down uh, Batman's Rogue Gallery. Yeah. And it's so cool. <laughs> so it really cool. It is. Yeah, the stuff with Deadshot, the stuff with Hush, the stuff mm-hmm. with... Um, um, yeah, is there your Calendar Man in there as well? Calendar Man's in there. Uh, yeah. I think Fireflies. Is Firefly in there? Maybe. Yeah, Zaz. Zaz is yes. in there. Uh, you have to track the phone calls and stuff like that. That's like, right. All those little side missions. Uh, the stuff with Mr. Freeze as well. So... Mr. Free's going to get a, a, an honourable mention for his, his boss oh, battle. Oh my god, it's so good. Because <laughs> it is... It's one of... It, it's, again, oh. to hear somebody explain it, it sounds really tedious. Oh See, no, when you're it's like so good. Climbing down all the grates, use your detective vision to, to look yeah. where he's going, make sure you can sneak up behind him. Yeah. So you've got to use a bit of stealth, a little bit of cunning to, to yeah. overcome. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant boss battle. Well yeah. played for, for whoever came up with that one. But the same thing will not work twice. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you if you manage to sneak up on him and stuff like that, you can't sneak up on him again. Um if you like, I don't know, electrocute him in the water, you can't do that again after that. Yeah. And uh yeah, no, it was just such a smart, smart boss fight. Really, really good. It is. It is. It's it's an intelligent one to just uh, I get very um very Kojima very much. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychomantis. That's yeah, pretty much that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things. Um, and I, again, something I'd like to see from GTA is a little bit more of a passage of time. In that, what I love about this game is a, it's just constantly just snowing, just like it does yeah. in um Batman Returns. Yeah, um, and it just just flakes it don't really land um but it's just that grimy wet pavement you know that you wake up in the morning and it's just either raining or or slightly snowing outside you're like yeah yeah. and it's Uh, just you can just tell yeah yeah. the way batman's cape slowly tears up over time yeah to the the way it's almost just like a rag uh flapping off the back of his shoulders is such a great little just visual treat for, for yeah. how this game plays yeah definitely i think it's something they carried over from asylum because i think like he mm-hmm. gets beaten up like th- throughout the course of the the night and uh but yeah with city yeah just the yeah like like you said just all the little details that they have in this game is just something that just makes the world feel like yeah uh, it just feels like like I was a way to say real, but like it's it's not real. <laughs> it feels like it should be in a Tim Burton movie, or it feels like yeah. it should be in the animated series and stuff like that. It just it's authentic to that world. That's correct. That's yeah, the word. That's the word that I was going for. <laughs> yeah, totally. It does. It, it puts it yeah. straight into that universe, and you, you yeah. know exactly. And I, I again, I watched a video um, of like the the evolution of of Batman games all the way from like oh, probably Nintendo or Commodore sixty four. Yeah. I remember playing uh, some games on that. There were absolute ding um but i didn't realize there was a, there was an actual batman animated series on maybe ps1 or i think or so something yeah, like yeah. that yeah one of the first cd consoles and again it, it looks relatively awful but I, I was straight in the comments just going i want that animated um uh aesthetic in something like arkham knight with that arkham knight engine yeah um and it would just be gorgeous yeah just 
stunning. Cool. Yeah. Um, one of the... I think it's one of the costumes that you get in City is mm-hmm. the animated costume. Yeah. Although... Of course, yeah, in City, yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking of, of Night. I spent the whole night, um, the whole of Arkham Night in the classic 1960s, um, <laughs> being up thugs in my, my grey spandex. I did that with uh, when I was mopping up the Riddler trophies at the end of that. I was just like, I'm going to be Adam West for all of this. Adam Wee. <laughs> Doing the bad yeah. dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, manages, manages to capture it. It's, I mean, it stands out. It's silly, but yeah. um, it again, it doesn't feel ridiculously out of place. It's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's um, great. Another we think I was going to uh, kind of mention there is the uh, well, the combat. Yeah. Um, because it's amazing. It is amazing. Um, and what the first of its kind because it it kind of almost um, created the industry standard like controller configurations and, and things like that um, yeah, yeah. for combat these days with your light attack, heavy attack, counter, um, yeah, yeah. It's, even grappling kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, yeah. The, the combat is a rhythm game. Yeah. And, um, and like it's all free-flowing and stuff like that. So once you get into like a good pattern, like it, <laughs> I don't know if this is something like it, like, slightly takes me out of it sometimes but like if mm-hmm. i'm over at one end of the room yeah and i've hit someone or hit, like managed to get a few good combos and, and stuff like that and there's another guy over at the other room uh, end yeah. of the room i just somehow just magically like palpatine <laughs> spin over to him <laughs> and uh yeah like but like see when once you get your combo like above 30 or something along those lines and you're mm-hmm. just taking out guys left right and center it is some of the most satisfying like, yeah. bits of gameplay that I've ever played. Yeah, very much. Totally makes you feel like a badass. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Batman kills a lot of these people. Like, I'm yes. sure the way their, like, bodies just crumple and stuff like that afterwards. Yeah. But Batman doesn't kill, so um, no, nope. they're, no, they're, no, they're just sleeping. They're, to, to quote uh, Pete Holmes' Batman, they're yeah. just all tuckered out. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's just tuckered out. He's just tuckered out. <laughs> I, I cannot. Dr. Fishy! Enough. No! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love so much. So good. <laughs> I found evidence in my computer. I'll analyze it with science. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> back to batman <laughs> back to batman uh what were yeah. we talking actually about um uh, combat combat yeah um yeah it's it's combat's good in this game um it, definitely it, it, <laughs> there you go um yeah. stealth combat as well good stealth takedowns um, oh um yeah the whole predator mode thing in this game yeah. is um is phenomenal like like it makes you feel like batman <laughs> yeah right uh drink drinking game drinking yes. game for guys that are listening uh every time we mention uh we have mentioned uh makes you feel like spider-man makes you feel like batman take a drink drink yep that's <laughs> it uh and then pause the podcast come back and listen to us tomorrow with a hangover yeah <laughs> we'll, try, we'll try not to shout um, um sorry yeah the the just the way that you can like swing around the rafters of a, a building going from like gargoyle yeah. to gargoyle uh yeah. target your guy after yeah. you've, you've figured out all their patterns and just go down knock him out 
and zip yeah. back up to the next one with nobody noticing. Oh, that so... makes me feel like Batman. Mm, yeah. Drink! Drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just something so satisfying. I think, like, in any game that utilizes stealth, but especially this one, uh, if you're able to take out a full room of guys yeah. without anyone noticing, yep, is so good. It is. It and is. then, like, um, and then, like, it starts off easy enough. Like, you can take out a few guys and stuff like that, and there's not that many. But then later on in the games and uh, in all the games, I think they like they start getting like, like, um, like night vision goggles or heat vision goggles, so they can see you up in the rafters. Yeah. Um, some of them one, can block your your um your, your like vision, vision, your radar. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, your detective vision, and also some of them have got like um like heartbeat monitors on them as well. So mm-hmm. as soon as they go unconscious, then that alerts everyone else. That's right. That's right. I love using them as bait, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there's so many cool ways of doing it or stringing somebody up. And I get you yeah. could do it in, in Spider-Man. It's just stringing yeah. folk up upside down, and just waiting for them to be found, and then oh, just swooping in and knocking them out. It's uh, great. Oh, so much fun. Yeah, so, so much. Yeah, so much um, fun. So I think I think I'm ready to talk about it. Um, Are we going to talk about it? We're going to talk about it, and I'm, okay. I'm going to talk about it from almost the 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 angle of Arkham Knight because the ending of City is great. Phenomenal. But it's not as great or or it, it gets expanded into to like stratospheric greatness with the way that Arkham Knight handles it. So yes. uh, the end of Arkham City, Batman he's kind of like the, the, the dog that's chasing a car or the cat that's chasing the mouse. He yeah. he, he kinda he, he catches his mouse the Joker falls out of a building, mm-hmm. a la 1989 Batman, mm-hmm. falls to his death and dies. Wait, is that, is that, is, oh, am I misremembering? I think so. Um, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Is that maybe how, no. It's, uh, so, so who falls off the building at the end is Raish Agul and he gets impaled on the Ah, fuck, that's spike. what I'm thinking on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, so um, Hugo Strange gets killed by Raish. And uh, before he dies, he's like, oh, execute Protocol 11 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, all Palpatine style. And the whole place blows up. And uh, Batman, like, takes Raish out and stuff like that. They start fighting. And <laughs> Raish tries and stabs himself. <laughs> <laughs> so he st- stabs himself to get Batman. And Batman just pushes him away. And he's just That's like, oh, it. oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Ra- but race isn't dead he's not dead no he's, he's a magic man he is a magic man yes yes he is so the ending of city is that so it pulls the whole like throughout the whole game um joker is like you see him at certain points and he looks awful he looks like so distorted ill like mm-hmm. with pus boils that's right, every, that's every, right, yeah. everything like that because of the titan formula that he had in asylum mm-hmm. and um but then sometimes you see him and he's all happy better looks looks like normal joker and stuff like that and um at the end like after you've foiled hugo strange in protocol 10 and Ra- uh, racial ghoul then uh joker kidnaps talia yeah. takes her to the movie theater 
like yeah. pretty, pretty much the same movie theater that you went with your parents and uh, crime alley's just around the corner mm-hmm. which is so cool <laughs> yeah and then uh after that you find out that there's been two jokers the whole time of course and yes, okay. uh, so the actual joker is the ill dying joker yeah and um and the one that you've been kind of um tracking and stuff like that has been clayface yes okay yeah and uh talia dies uh joker kills talia mm-hmm. and after that you defeat clayface and everything like that and uh you have the antidote for joker like bit pretty much joker sent his blood around the whole city infecting mm-hmm. people with with the same disease that he has so they got the cure uh i think mr freeze helped them develop that and it gets the cure and uh batman takes some of it there's a mm-hmm. little bit left that they're gonna use no uh, they've sent one off for mass production and batman takes a swig of one and mm-hmm. uh there's a little bit left and uh joker being joker jumps out surprises batman stabs him he drops the cure and uh the cure is all over the floor joker's yeah. trying to like scramble up and stuff like that and joker's like pretty much at death's door taking his last breath and stuff like that and yep. uh, batman's like do you know the funny thing is like i would say i would have saved you yeah 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 and uh, joker's like that that's pretty funny and then what? dies with a massive smile on his face oh, and he carries joker out onto the cop car and it's a mirror image of what starts the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with that with that painting of uh, this guy holding someone. And then yep. it cuts, cuts to the whole cat woman scene at that point. But yeah, um, it's just, it's such a bold move to kill, it, it, jo- yes. to kill Joker. Well, this is it. I think not only just like such a bold move just to kill him off, especially, you know, y- you expect the antagonist to be there across uh the entire yeah, yeah. The, the game series yeah um but like i say it's, it's how they handle it in night when and i genuinely shat my pants when you unexpectedly and i don't know how they time it, it's great but you're swinging uh you're, you're you know gliding through the the say you grapple up on a building and the angle you come up and you pull yourself up at yeah bam the joker's there um yeah. And you soon realize that the Joker is just part of Batman's psyche. Yeah. Um, and to the to his last kind of quote there, I would have saved you. I think he's kind of, you know, he ruse the the fact that he, he couldn't save and he needs the Joker to be yeah. Batman. Yeah. Um, and that is, it would have been great just to kill him off and then that would have been yeah. fine or they could have moved on. Yeah. But to have him still with Batman in that yeah. way is just brilliant. Yeah, I think that that was the only way they could have done it as well. Yeah. Yeah. is uh and the ending of uh arkham knight with the way that like uh you basically lock joker mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. like this prison in your mind and send it away and mm-hmm. that's you just letting go of him yep and stuff like that is so poetic and so well done um yeah. yeah and like through the whole game and stuff like that like um you, like you couldn't have the third game in the arkham trilogy without like some form of joker in it no. and some form of mark hamill playing well that and stuff like that 
And uh, the way they handled it was like people kind of almost said it was like almost a cop out in terms of like, okay, you've killed off the Joker, but you haven't really killed him off. He's still kind of there sort of thing. But like the way that they did it, I thought was really well done. Yeah, totally. It just goes, yeah. you can't kill off the Joker. You can't kill off half of you. And that's essentially what the Joker had become the Batman and, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, they, you know, they, they, they have to coexist. They can't, they can't. Yeah. Not. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely fantastic. And I think mm-hmm. for me, that makes Arkham Knight, it pulls it up 10 times more yep. than, than it actually potentially is. Um, yeah, yeah. And it makes definitely. it a solid, solid game. It's, it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. But there is, that's my, that's my, um, my choice is Arkham City. Um, yeah. Just for the sheer fact of feeling like Batman, drink, yeah. um, <laughs> you've got to go, and, and for an open world, I mean, the entire yeah. trilogy is great, but um, yeah. I would definitely say City, and that's just, the cold atmosphere that it gets across you can yep. tell it's freezing you can tell it's yep. snowing and and the way that the the everything's like degrading around you uh from batman himself to to the city um yep. definitely give it a go and spend yep. some time there and if you've if you've got the time there's 400 dollars trophies to for you to collect <laughs> and many many more things uh so yeah feel free to have a, a really good search around there but um Mm-hmm. It's one that I'm going to be sitting down with properly um, in the next kind of few months, uh, maybe after GTA Five Part Three comes out. <laughs> yeah, the third part of the trilogy is this going to yeah. be the the disappointing third entry? <laughs> God, probably. Unless it's unless <laughs> no, it's, it's like not. GTA no, it's Five not. with a vengeance. Yeah. Oh, just add Samuel again. Bring him back. <laughs> oh, he's already been. Yeah, I know. But bring him back. Bring him back in. <laughs> well, he was he was the third part of the the, the Grand Theft Auto Three trilogy or the, yeah, the yeah. Holy Trilogy. Yeah, um, that's twice he's done that. I know. Bring him back. Hmm. Need it. <laughs> who would he? Who would he be able to come back as? Like Ten Penny's son? Zombie Ten Penny? <laughs> Bingo. Oh, if this doesn't have zombie mode and it's uh, Ten Penny. <laughs> <laughs> rockstar i hope you listen to this podcast because Please. you are welcome yeah we have a wealth like a whole well of ideas like just amazing ideas like um, Grand Theft Auto, undead nightmare with a bunch zombie, of zombie ten pennies kent paul's held up in the malibu club <laughs> fi- fighting off the zombie apocalypse uh using i don't know um the arms of love fist to like, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> now it's time for some NPC dialogue. Myself and Gary have been down to our local twat cafe. We've checked our inbox and we've had an email from Ross. So Ross opens with full on tinfoil hat speculation time here. Given every product and service is a subscription service nowadays, how would you feel about some kind of subscription based version of GTA Online? Where basically they release new games, they expand on the map, and include new areas. Think missions that bridge Los Santos, then you have to travel to an upscale version of GTA 4's Liberty City. Then, if a new place is brought in, like Vice City, the map would expand to include that too. So, this is something we briefly kind of touched on before, uh, as we were talking about how gta would be released but we didn't really talk about any kind of like subscription service uh, i know there is a few other games um that are going to that and of course an awful lot of games uh with like things like games for gold games are just hitting there straight away it's kind of like the the straight to netflix kind of uh, idea um what do we think about gta online itself being a subscription considering it's been technically free since yeah. it's, you know the day it came out and up until you know mid-december 
you could have bought that one copy of PS3 um, GTA 5 and still be pay- playing for free um, bar some microtransactions. What do, we, what do we think about paying for that online service? Um, I don't know. Are they, uh, what you were saying there about um, like you buy, you've bought the game for Xbox 360 or PS3 and you've had GTA Online free from then until now. I think it would be... Mm-hmm. I think it would be very weird if they decided, oh, by the way, we're introducing a subscription-based system at this point in time. Mm-hmm. It really depends on what they offer with it. Like, if we're going by Ras's email and saying that uh, it's, like, everything just gets expanded on, there's new maps, there's new... Uh, like, um, everything just gets added, the game just gets bigger and bigger and bigger as it goes on. Yeah. Uh, so you're essentially almost, like, paying a subscription for expansion packs, which is, like, stuff MMOs have been doing for years and years. And yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a way to go. Uh, I don't know if it's something I would delve into, to be perfectly honest. I, uh, I haven't yeah. delved into MMOs uh, apart from, well, recently I've been playing The Old Republic with a few guys, and right. uh, we're just doing the free... Um, the free model of it so i think it like caps out mm-hmm. level 60 uh you can finish your main story but uh, the expansions i think you'll have to like either subscribe or pay for them afterwards but yeah. uh yeah we're having a good time with it it's just uh yeah just knowing like um just knowing that like if i really want to get the full thing of the game then i'd have to either pay a subscription for a game that i might pick up and play like like we try and play once a week but uh it's been very rare so uh yeah i don't know if it's something i would delve into um i don't know about yourself if you've had like experience with mmos or anything like that but not really um but again it's interesting that you you mentioned it or you liken it to that kind of um that model because um for some people it kind of is almost an mmo um yeah you know you're ranking up you're getting you're getting rp you're getting um yeah definitely uh, you know points yeah it's um like uh, gt online uh destiny as well uh that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was one that i played a lot of and um i thought it was a, a good kind of model and stuff like that and the fact that mm-hmm. like i think you would just pay for the expansions rather than paying a subscription yeah um which was which i always felt was better um but like if you're paying a subscription you almost feel like it unless you're really invested like unbelievably invested yeah. in this game uh and then you're going to come back to like um like month after month year after year uh i don't think that yeah i just don't think it's something i could just like commit to i'd feel like I, i'd be wasting money like i'd be like i'd probably play maybe a couple of times and then not play maybe for a couple of months and uh yeah i feel like i'd just be kind of wasting my money at that point so quick question right two questions okay uh, or, or or two two follow-ups for you on that one cool. first of all um <laughs> in um in knights of the old republic knights of the old republic that you're playing just yeah. now um you so you do the free stuff and then you're you're not progressing any kind of further from there what if what if gta online yeah stays as the gta 5 map and that is the 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 game as it were yeah. quote unquote gta online and gta 6 or whatever comes next yeah. uh launches with 
GTA World. Okay. So you get to play the free version that we've always been able to play for free. Um, maybe it gets a couple of things drip fred into there, a couple of new missions from like Gerald or Lamar or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you want to then go on to GTA World, which includes all these expansions and, and you know, the ever-progressing uh, kind of world of different cities and th- uh, things like that, would you think that that would be a good way of kind of splitting it up? So you've got the free version and then you've got the, the ex- ever-expanding paid version? Yeah, I think th- I think that would be good. I think what would appeal to me more, I think, would be if this hypothetical GTA world came out mm-hmm. and uh, it was um, like it was the kind of almost destiny model in terms of like a paid expansions rather than a subscription thing. I think that would entice me okay. more because I know for the fact that like I'm paying for this, sure. uh, I don't have to pay anything extra and I get everything with it. Yep. That's, that's the main thing I think. Um, like I, I do, I do miss the days of like being able to chuck in a game and it, that's it. <laughs> that's everything on that game i know yeah yeah uh, it's... it's yeah um but like we live in a world with uh, like dlc and stuff like that and some of the best content i've ever played in any games have been like dlc expansion stuff totally. which is just expanded on the world that i love and know uh, in meaningful ways and um <laughs> has had like lasting impacts and stuff like that but i've never done like the whole subscription thing i think that the type of games that i like um i will play religiously for um maybe a couple of weeks maybe a month at most Mm -hmm. but it's uh i always delve into something new i'm never stuck on one game for so long so it's not for me but uh if this hypothetical gta world was expansions so it's like um, coming, uh, like you get the sort of base model of what comes with GTA 6. But it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, next month uh, we get to go to Vice City or we get yeah. we get to go to Liberty City and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was a bunch of stuff to do in there and stuff like that. And uh, you were like, Gary, do you want to go to Vice City? And I'd be like, yeah, I, I'd easy pay like whatever it was, maybe like... 20 quid or something like that for, yep. for the expansion yeah, yep. to go and play vice a stuff or do stuff in that area um yeah uh like it's it's kind of like um like a, a game i've kind of been dropping in and out of a lot of recently it's been dead mm-hmm. by daylight uh all right okay which has been great fun really enjoy yep. really enjoying the asymmetrical multiplayer stuff for that uh but there's uh yeah the group of us and uh we always try and go for like certain same expansions. Got you. Uh, just so that we can like play the levels. Like the new Resident Evil expansion came out for it, so we all we all bought that so we could play uh, in the Raccoon City Police Department for a map. And oh, <laughs> <That's cool>. yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> it's really good. There's a Silent Hill one as well that a few of us have got, and. Uh, yeah, you get to roam about his pyramid head in the school and stuff. It's uh, yeah, it's good. It, like like <laughs> like stuff like that is excellent. Uh, like stuff like that, I will pay extra for to get that kind of stuff. Yeah, like and Debbie Day like keeps expanding, adds new killers, adds new stuff like that. And if if there's someone that takes your fancy, yeah, you can download them. But if not, you don't <laughs> have to, and you can still play along with everyone else. So you you're not you're not really missing out. No, 
no and i i think when it's kind of stuff like that um i mean i bought a uh i think it was the ceo starter pack in gto online okay. um which was just it was just basically a bumper pack i could have you know gone in for the grind uh and worked my way up to have the money and and you know done things st- uh, step by step yeah. but um I, again i thought to myself you know what i've been playing this game since uh since it came out i've not spent any money and i'm still playing this game yeah. since it came out i don't i don't grudge that kind of oh yeah fast tracking or, or anything or or expansion for me it was a bit of an expansion the way i, I kind of looked at yeah. it um but my, my my second question is um and, th- and this is you know for myself as well is would it have been different if it was if it launched like that so back in the day and that's not just necessarily um the, the because we're now used to it it's it's been there since 2013 yeah. or whatever but but 2013 gary i mean 2013 gareth was a very different gareth oh, yeah. who went to work uh played in bands and um didn't have any other commitments outside that i had my evenings all to myself would come home put a pizza in the oven and switch on gta online and just play with friends until we all kind of like passed out with controllers in our hands yeah um I probably would have gone for it uh, then because I had all the time in the world. Now, my gaming time's pretty precious. Yeah. Um, and like you, maybe I, I won't play it for a month. I've not played GTA Online two, three months, yeah. four months, something like that, quite a while. Yeah. But I might pick it up tomorrow and have a little blast for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so do you reckon it would be different? Um, and, and I say this because an awful lot of the players who started playing GTA Online back in 2013 are now well, they're going to be 10, 12 years older. Yeah. You know, they're going to be married with kids and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to be a new generation. Yeah. Um, do you reckon younger younger Gary would have gone for that? Well, there was there was a lot of us that got GTA Five on launch and we, we were all very excited mm-hmm. for GTA Online to come out. And um, yeah, I think I think younger Gary probably would have went for it. Yeah. Um, he had, like you said, had more time. He had um, like... We had the right group of friends to um, jump in with that because we were all playing GTA Online at that point in time. And this is uh, it, yeah. yeah, I probably would have went for it for a while, but I probably would have dropped off at some point. But um, yeah, but yeah, um, no, definitely, Young Gary would have done it. Be interesting to see, especially you know kids coming through now, maybe like whatever thirteen to fifteen at the moment. By the time they get their hands on the game subscription services may have died by then you know um we may be back to to buying everything on some form of tablet that you put up your nose um (laughs) we just don't know what the the next few years is gonna come at um yeah it's a really interesting thought yeah Um, i I don't yeah i don't think subscription stuff is dying no no no. i think i think there's going to be potentially a uh a skimming of it um i think you know there's now just too much um yeah i'm pretty sure 50 percent of my salary is like disney plus and amazon prime <laughs> and netflix but i can't get rid of any of them yeah because i use you know, i use them one's got the x files yeah one's got the office what else am i gonna watch yeah exactly because that's all you watch <laughs> that is all i watch so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no like um i can see uh like i can see yeah, like you said, like um, like there's going to be a merging at some point of like different like mm-hmm. we're going to hear that um oh god we'll we'll hear at some point that like Disney's bought over Spotify or something along those lines, 
Uh, yeah, this is the idea. Yeah, and just everything will be under the House of Mouse, and uh, <laughs> I will all hail to President Biggie. <laughs> I don't. That's. I mean, we've already had a Mickey Mouse. I say we. There's already been a Mickey Mouse president oh, yeah. in, uh, huh. uh, for the previous four <laughs> <Zing>. years. Um, <laughs> boom! I'm political on, on you. <laughs> Please don't. He's very rich. <laughs> Unless he wants to pay so, a yeah. Patreon, in which yeah. case, come out of strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only, the only way of taking us down is by paying us lots of money every month. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Because I'm just having a wee look up. I know there was uh, a bunch of stuff um, from E3, and I, I, I must admit I didn't keep too much up on it just because GTA Five wasn't there. <laughs> was pretty boring to be honest i i i'm i again i miss those days of staying up until one I, in the morning watching yeah sony conferences uh, well it's, and, the, it's the fact that like sony sony weren't there and uh they like uh, xbox did really well i actually say xbox's presentation was really good uh they're really plugging mm. the bethesda by yeah yeah really really plugging it but it's a uh, good on them for securing that and uh nintendo did really well as well but like um everything else was just pretty meh to be honest yeah because um, ubisoft has a uh, their own subscription as well don't they and there was was there something about um assassin's creed you play was that oh uh, yeah i think you plays like their points it was like I, I think it was just um ubisoft okay. plus or something like that the usual oh, yeah, plus yeah. that everybody's going with um you know eyes or so i know 2005 yeah, it's um, so it's all gonna be plus um so we'll see what happens yeah sometime omega. down the future turd emoji i think <laughs> omega no i wasn't expecting turd emoji i was expecting some some form of symbol from you nah, no, just a just a shit <laughs> i'll be <laughs> I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting to turn emoji either. I just opened the old mouth. And the words just fell out. I just turned emoji came out. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, um, probably won't subscribe for uh, GTO. The, the, the cool thing is I, I mentioned GTA World and that's what Leslie Benzie uh, wanted with GTA Online. He wanted it to, to expand city yeah. by city by city by city. And I think um, with Russ bringing up, or, well, us bringing up maybe a modular release of gta 6 or, or or you know gta in in the future being a bit more of a modular here's your big you know kind of uh installment but here's a couple of like yeah, episodes yeah. from to like beef up but maybe different cities um especially as they can essentially i mean they could reuse gta 4's liberty yeah. city pretty easily uh with a, a hopefully a, a very small yeah. amount of work um but i mean i would take a, a smaller san fiero or Las Venturas and get a 20 hour yeah. uh, epic out of that. But is that the death of, um, you know, a single player game or the, it, it's, I, 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 I don't want it to be like that. Although I do want those extra stories. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. But if they were to start doing that on online, um, in some way, shape or form, I, again, we, we've mentioned it before. I think, the the newest heist being single player i think is definitely a a, a good sign and i hope rockstar are getting positive yeah. feedback from that because if if that's the case and i can just pick up and just do a mission by myself 
uh, and keep getting missions kind of drip fed to me online. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah, I de- I definitely think it it's it would suit GTA online more obviously than uh, mm-hmm. than the single player standard GTA. Um, and the way that they kind of like slightly mixed it with GTA Five in terms of like the having that pinwheel you can select Franklin Trevor and uh, and Michael. <laughs> why did I? Why did? Why did yep, I forget Michael? <laughs> uh, he's my favorite character out of them. <laughs> uh, and then and then that bottom one was your online character, so you would switch to online like yep. almost seamlessly. Um, like I think obviously with um with all the SSD stuff that's in modern consoles now and PCs that that, that can become instantaneous. Yeah. So like you can be playing single player and just be like, ah, yeah, I'm gonna jump in for a few games of online just quickly. Uh, switch over at that point. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I hope it's not the the death of the uh, the single player. No, no, I don't. I don't think. You know, there's generations, a couple of good generations, I think, that would, oh, would yeah, kick up enough fuss. Definitely. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember who was saying stuff that like single player games just weren't profitable enough or something like that. It was. It was a few years ago, and then got and then God of War came mm-hmm. out and just completely like absolutely slayed it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which company was saying that. I think no, it was EA. It was EA. It, of it was, it was EA. EA. And uh, considering that, um, considering that, uh, probably one of their best games they've released recently has been Jedi Fallen Order, and that's a single player game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's, it's a great so game good. for it. And it's it's it's, it's yeah. so well put together. It's it. I'd love to see them expand yeah. on that universe. I think I think the 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 sales of that game proved the fact that like single player stories are alive in gaming, and we are getting a sequel to that game, which I'm so excited for. And yeah, there's just so many games out there that are like you think of um, like of recent years that are just single player story driven games that are like just top tier. Like uh, like your Last of Us, mm-hmm. like your Red Dead Redemptions, like um, mm-hmm. Wolfenstein, the New Order, yeah, yeah, absolutely phenomenal yeah, games. Doom, amazing, like totally. single player, yeah. just old school. Uh, yeah, it's just oh, fantastic stuff. Uh, it just proves that like um, like some of the like the recent Call of Duty's and stuff like that have just like ditched their campaigns and stuff like that just to focus on their multiplayer, which makes sense because it is more like that's what they profit from i think the style of that game as well i think uh, and, and maybe this is the the part of the downfall of a success of, of something like gta is that um i was i was going to say things like uh, call of duty is more of a competitive kind of game when it comes to the online but you get that with with uh um yeah, yeah you get that with gta and end week you know it's 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 competitive it's got its competitive modes and and things like that but it's the social aspect as well i think is is great and now that you've just like introduced like car meets and stuff like that uh as official content i think that's yeah that's pretty cool um but yeah you, you know what you mentioned red dead and red dead was only what two yeah. two and a half years ago um and it had a phenomenally yeah. big story um that is exactly what i want from gta so i i don't think rockstar are leaving that behind nope. anytime soon um 
and potentially by the time they do i will be an old man yelling at clouds um with arthritic hands that won't be able to play anything i'll get you know little timmy will come around the old people's home and tell me about uh what's happening in, in gta online for the ps52 but um let's let's hope let's it doesn't, doesn't come to that no. Let's hope it doesn't. <laughs> uh, that's good. So thank you very much again, everybody, for every single download. Uh, huge shout-outs to everybody who has retweeted uh, or re, um, reposted yep. any of our posts. Anybody who's downloaded the show and listens uh, even this far, yep. thank you very We're only much. only seven episodes in, and, uh, yeah, uh, the response we've get, been getting so far on like uh, especially instagram has been really really positive and it's always nice to hear mm-hmm. uh from you guys um if you are enjoying it and stuff like that and uh yeah uh it's yeah it's 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 a weird thing like uh <laughs> like um i've never been too much of a like like um, me and Gareth used to like playing bands in the Aberdeen music scene and stuff like that, and uh, I don't think mm-hmm. like either of us were really like we played because it was fun, and we uh, and yeah. we were yeah, never yeah. we never had like any kind of delusions of grandeur or anything like that, and uh, like we were pretty proud of like how far both our bands managed to get, and uh, uh, but yeah, like uh, just like someone random like from halfway across the world messaging us through instagram saying yeah enjoyed your podcast and stuff like mm-hmm. that it's so cool it's awesome it really is and uh yeah yeah and so we'll always keep interacting with you guys like uh for all the messages you send through and stuff like that. And we do read them all we do indeed yeah i 100 it's um it's quite surreal uh because we're, we're just yeah, sitting we in are, our yeah. spare rooms. We, we haven't actually done this podcast like face to face yet. No, that would be which weird. Is, it's weird. Uh, It'd be cool, but weird. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, I think it will happen. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen at some point. That'll be a special episode, I think. <laughs> That'll be a live episode <laughs> from a bowling rink, <laughs> a bowling alley. You just hear, you just hear bowling pins shattering. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, I got a strike. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) while other podcasts are in school, we're going to the barbers, trying out 20 different hairstyles, and then spending 50 bucks just to get the same hairstyle that we walked in with. Until next week, keep it six stars. I like that one.